0: the College Football Experience, Clemson Tigers 2023 Season Preview Episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Yes, dominate the summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti style tumbler. When you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. Once again, that is birddogs.com slash pool.
1: Hey folks, this is Bud Foster. You're listening to SGP It. Let's let it ride.
0: experience Clemson Tigers 2023 season preview episode. Yes. Uh I am excited to talk Clemson Tiger football. You can find me in the Club Nick area. Yes, uh look, my name is uh is a Club Nick. I don't know how to fucking talk. Uh look, my name is Colby Swigger, Database to dad aka Pick. Dundee, that's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was... It's like being hit by a lightning. Pretend
2: it never happened and get on with your life.
0: Pretend it ne- pretend Brandon Streeter as an offensive coordinator never happened and get along with your life. Ah, <laughs> uh, this uh, is that's one. A little rough. No, I like Brandon Streeter, man. He was he was a, I like him as a quarterback. I remember him back at Clemson. And if you heard the introduction, we had Bud Foster saying, "Listen to SGPN here, let it ride." Bud Foster interviewed for the same position as Dabo Sweeney. All right. And uh how do you see? Well, I guess I got to introduce you, I'm but, a
1: Bud Foster lover, but uh, that that seemed to work out for Clemson.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Seems I'd like they made the right choice. I'd say 161 and 39 is not bad, but first let me introduce my co-host. He's at the beach. He's on vacation. God knows what's in that beverage that I see is sipping there. Some rum punch. Perhaps <laughs> give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing we in the dealin' Patty C in the place to be.
1: hi up.
0: Get this Clemson stuff going. Let's get this Clemson Tiger stuff going. Uh, I mean, look, no more, no more divisions in the ACC. I think that might actually help Clemson. Now maybe you'll be playing a di- a better team in the championship game, but in the regular
1: season, you yeah. might. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. If they can avoid Florida State, I don't know if they're uh, one of the. Supposed protected rivals there. If they are, then it probably doesn't help Clemson much. But if they're not, then it certainly does. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
0: but obviously, Dabo Swinney doing an amazing job. Uh, He's not fond of the NIL, the transfer portal. But guess what? And and everyone ridicules him, including myself at times. But. He is fond of winning. Cause that's all the guy fucking does. Patty C. All right. That's all he does. And, uh, yeah. look, uh, they go out this off season. They get rid of Brandon Streeter. They bring in Garrett Riley, brother of one Lincoln Riley who coached in the national championship with the TCU Horn Frogs. I was a bit shocked by that hiring because he normally keeps everything in house, but you know what? For all that talking he had to go out and hit the the coaching portal to bring in Garrett Riley. What do you make hey, of that man. hire though? <laughs>
1: uh I think it was a good hire. Obviously, you know, he probably has a better feel for where they are than anyone else. When you look at this team's like uh composite talent nationally, uh last year they were 5th in the national composite talent. You should not be finishing uh number 48 in overall offense if you're that much more talented especially given the Competition they were playing against ACC, so it makes sense statistically, and he probably has a good feel for how what what's actually happening behind the scenes, X's and O's wise. So uh, he struck while the iron's hot and got his guy. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe
0: they'll be back in the 14 playoff invitational this season. We'll see. Um, We're gonna talk all about it. But before we get into that, I want to tell you that the College Football Experience Clemson Tiger 2023 Season Preview episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good, all right, all right. I mean, come on, this is uh, like Trevor Lawrence's hair. It makes you look good, all right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying here, but uh, look, Bird Dogs stretch khaki what shorts. Are
1: they them now? The, the, uh, what are they calling him now? The the what are they the Prince them? that was promised, Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah, there you go. See, see, and you can know he wears bird dogs because bird dogs are stretched khaki shorts and they are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted Trevor Lawrence. Look, he's in Jacksonville, you know, he's down by the beach. So he's wearing these bird dogs all the time. And look, bird dogs, they fit way better than regular shorts, you know, cause regular shorts are made of that stiff restricting cotton. Nobody wants that bird dog fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit it looks like khakis, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice all that movement. Uh, it's like sitting back in the pocket. You don't want to be sitting there moo. You just want to deliver that ball, you know? Look, Bird Dog uses anti stink sweat wicking fabric, too. I mean, how great is that? Uh, it keeps you cool and dry all day long, and you, you don't have to smell like you've been, uh, you know, hanging out in uh, Tijuana for a week. Um, Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter the promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. Yeah, that's birddogs. birddogs.com slash pool. They're gonna give you a free Yeti style tumbler. Uh, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We can promise you that. All right, we are back on the Clemson Tigers 2023 season preview episode. And uh well, Patty C uh, I'm curious, what did you, I, I know you rattled off those nuggets by the way. And and by the way, shout out to Clemson. I got them as a, uh, as a uh, eight time national champion. You should own all those undefeated seasons that they didn't crown you when other bullshit teams got crowned or, right. or like in 78, when you had the same record as Alabama and uh, never played each other. That's that's a natty. You need a publication uh, here, send me whatever Whatever you need, I will honor that. And and <laughs> Texas, Alabama, all these other f- schools honor these bullshit ones. All right. Uh, so let me know, and uh, we're there. That's an eight-time national champion for the Clemson Tigers. Uh, but yeah, Patty, see, looking back at last season, what did you make uh, of of Clemson? I know I know you rattled off the, the offense was not up to snuff. They did beat Dave Clawson in what. <laughs> Uh, two overtimes. I think it was, that was, uh, one of the games mm. that stands out memory wise as just a really good football game. Um, yeah, shootout, they only lost twice and that was two. Well, I, I guess the bowl game too, but, uh, in the regular season to Notre Dame up in South bend on November 5th. And then uh, somehow Shane Beamer got the, the best of them. And that's, I think one of the stories we have to talk about this year, because that is a big storyline. What happens if Beamer, they got to go to Columbia this, this year could Beamer be yeah. stealing a little bit of that mojo is, is a storyline that I know clubs and fans don't want to hear, but I feel like we must address
1: this. Very much so. I mean, I was watching that game last night at the bar. Or they just had on Notre Dame, uh, South Carolina in the bowl game, the Gator Bowl. Spencer Rattler is excellent. Excellent. His ball placement is excellent. He's always putting the ball in a place where his receivers are in stride and can make the most of it. It's the little things that have you know changed, and that Beamer is doing that Clemson needs to be careful with. And obviously, they got the better of them last year.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's going to be interesting. They also played a close one with uh, with Syracuse and, and Florida State. I mean they did go that's what's interesting. You look at it and I know quarterback play was an issue. They went three and one in games in one score games. So you would assume that they would have good quarterback play in a way. Not the case. Um, they both struggled. I know uh, cade Klubnik only threw for three touchdowns and two interceptions. They they're giving him the keys. DJ Ukulele, I call him. Uiungale is is in Corvallis, and I'm here in speculation. He might not
1: start in Corvallis, but um that's crazy. You know, uh I'm seeing on maybe, and we have maybe uh different publications with stat stat wise, but I'm seeing Klubnik with three interceptions and two touchdowns. That, that's uh, yeah, so, you're right, yeah, you're right,
0: you're right. I messed that up. I messed that up. Yeah, three three interceptions, two touchdowns.
1: You are correct. I mean, and then uh, you, uh, you uh, DJU, twenty-two touchdowns and seven interceptions. Are we sure that they've moved in the right direction? I mean, I think they just had to make a decision. Too many cooks in the kitchen.
0: You know what do they say? If you got multiple quarterbacks, you got none. Just go with one guy. Yeah, and uh, and and get it done. And I think Clemson fans will tell you that Klubnik's the guy. He was better. They they like him better than DJU. We had a bigger sample size of DJU. Remember, we had him the year prior as well. So yeah, there is something to that being said as well, but uh, I don't know. I I feel like Garrett Riley. How fast will he, you know, make an impact with uh, you know, with with this offense and with with Kate Klobunek? Can he get Can he get him there? Because I will say this. You know, Riley was what that was his was that his first year at TCU? I think it was a season ago. Um, yeah, he's only
1: thirty three years old.
0: Well, he got max Duggan who was a veteran. So it, it's a little different, but I know, uh, you know, I just feel like it's probably a good hire because he's, he's from that school and, and Lincoln Riley is very smart. And I know people raved about Garrett Riley at TCU. And I think he was at app state not that long ago and they liked him. Um but it, it, it's, it's something to monitor here. So looking at actually let's do the portal. I know Clemson doesn't really believe in the portal, which is, which is hilarious. It's a breath of fresh air for hosts, (laughs) for hosts like me that uh, are talking uh, college football with uh, three, 133 teams, by the way, I hope you're subscribed as we break down every team in the land, just like we do each and every year, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe iTunes, Spotify, whatever, but Patty C uh, incoming. I did appreciate that they did bring in Paul Tyson from Arizona State, a quarterback who is the great grandson of one Bear Bryant. Ah, <laughs> yes. Bro. So they yeah. did bring in him. Uh and uh after that, nobody. <laughs> That's the <Yeah>. one guy <laughs> they brought in. It was kind of like when they brought in Hunter Johnson last year. So departing well, is de- uh
1: What's that? Uh, what's I would say, uh, Dabo Swinney's, uh, you know, Alabama ties. I don't know if he, he played for uh, It wouldn't have been Bryant because he died probably before Swinney was, uh, you know, out of grade school. But the uh, Stallings was there while uh, Swinney was there, I do believe. So maybe that Alabama connection still exists, and that's how they got that guy.
0: Perhaps. Well, they lost quarterback DJU to Oregon State, as I alluded to. They also lost Billy Wiles. A quarterback to Southern Miss. They also lost Kobe Pace, their running back. I'm familiar with him as well. He goes to the Wahoos. Tony Elliott, calling up an old friend. Uh, Dakari Collins, a wide receiver, goes to NC State. Ouch. That's one of your rivals in conference. What the hell is happening here? Uh, E.J. Williams, another wideout, goes to the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, it Itinosa Rubin, a defensive lineman. Clemson's always loaded on the defensive line. Transfers out to Georgia Tech. Kevin Swent, another defensive end, goes to Georgia State. Linebacker Vontae Bentley goes to the Colorado Buffaloes and Dion. He says, we coming. Linebacker Sergio Allen goes to the California Golden Bears. Safety Malcolm Green joins Tony Elliott at Virginia. And cornerback Fred Davis goes to UCF. There's no way you can say they won the portal. <laughs> there's just no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just no way. I'm sorry. We grade this. They're like they, I don't know. I mean, they don't <laughs> it, that's what makes this so compelling. It's gonna be fun to watch. Um, the offense as I alluded to, I know Brandon Streeter's gone, but uh last season, 29th in scoring offense, 46th in rush offense, 65th in pass offense, 47th in total offense, that's the number Patty C mentioned earlier about why Brandon Streeter no longer in Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, so they bring in Garrett Riley. Now, like we mentioned um, from the quarterback position, I guess you could say somewhat of a returning starter because <laughs> he started a game or two. Uh, I don't even know if he started a game or two. They might've <laughs> just brought him in, uh, but will Shipley's back. This guy, uh, he's pretty damn
1: good, man. You like will Shipley? I do like Will Shipley he's climbing up that uh, all-time rushing leaders list for Clemson so uh where is he where is he on that list uh it's unfair to compare him with uh, Terry Shipley. Allen Look at that anyway I have it, it's it's unfa- well, he's number 21 all-time and climbing right now so it- but you realize the problem here is
0: they play like 30 more games now than before <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. before you didn't have sure. the conference champ. You didn't have the 12 game schedule. You didn't have the conference championship. You didn't have the CFP invitational. You know what I mean? So you got all these games, uh, but Shipley's back. Uh, yeah. You gotta like that. I know they lost uh pace, but I think you're all right. And uh, you know, behind that, you got Phil, how do I pronounce this guy's name again? Mafa. I think it is. He's good. He flashed to me at times. Uh, wide receivers are back. Well, two of three. Antonio Williams and Bo Collins are back. Uh, I think they're going to bra- be breaking in Adam Randall. That's a name to keep an eye on here. Um, tight end, they're breaking in a new tight end. I think I'm seeing it penciled in as Jake Bringenstuhl. Great name. Um, offensive yeah, line. Yeah. Now, offensive line. This is, I think, a reason to be really, really excited. If you are a Clemson fan, is center Will Putnam's back. Right guard Walker Parks is back. Right tackle, Blake Miller's back. Left tackle, Marcus Tate's back. So four of five on the offensive line, Patty C. You gotta think they're just gonna be a lot better. You gotta, you gotta think like, you know, with just with Riley, who can make it just so much easier on offense, um, you gotta think that this this offense is gonna thrive a lot better than they they have recently. Right? Or am I crazy?
1: No, you're absolutely right. I think uh I think you you got to expect with all that returning, the offense is going to flatten. really. I mean, like you said, if you consider uh club, the uh, returning starter, what is that? Like eight or nine or maybe seven or eight players returning on the offense. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's it, a lot.
0: Yeah. And uh, so I, I think it would be eight. If you're count, if you're calculating him in there, it would be eight, but either way, I mean, uh, Yeah. I think you got to like, even though it's a brand new system, I think you got to like what's going on there defensively. What's hilarious is they say eight starters returning on defense, but I would argue that it's nine because Xavier Thomas is back for uh, what I feel like is his 30th year of college football. Uh, I think he got out for the year. Was it last year? Um, Either way, um, that is a stud at the defensive end spot. Now they are breaking in uh, Justin He'll be fine. They're, they just reload on the defensive line. Let's be honest. Both defensive tackles are back, which is yeah. what you
1: want. I mean, the defense you... is. What's that? Yeah, D- defense is definitely the uh, defense is the strength of this team again, and uh, they'll be able to lean on that early and often. I do think. Yeah, and
0: bringing back the defensive tackle is always huge. They were twenty third in scoring defense a year ago, twelfth in rush defense, twelfth in rush defense. 75th in pass defense. That's a little little concerning. Remember there? It was their first year without Venables. 27th in total defense. Uh, th- and they go with the co-defensive coordinators. Wes Goodwin and uh Mickey Kahn. Khan? Um, but uh linebacker-wise, I think they're gonna be pretty fine too because Barrett Carter and Jeremiah Trotter, Jr., I think it is, um are there. I know they're breaking in a new one, so two or three back in the linebacking core. Uh Patty C, their entire secondary is back pretty much. Um I know they I mean I know they lose some guys but all four starters return and the safety position they're pretty loaded with Andrew McCuba and Jalen Phillips. I mean this defense I think could be a top 10 defense this year.
1: Yeah, it's not uh you know, what were they number tw- 26 27 last year? Uh it's not uh you know, a, a huge stretch to think that they could be a dominant uh, unit this year again? Especially, you know, the offense couldn't get first downs. It felt like the defense spent
0: more time on the field than usual. If they're able to move the ball on offense, some help that defense out. Uh, you, they might have something cooking. They might just have something cooking. Now, uh, uh, they also uh, bring back their punter, Aiden Swanson. They are breaking in a new kicker. That is a little scary because if Clemson finds himself in close games, you never want to be just. Relying on some someone uh, random, you know what I mean. Someone new, even though he could be good. Patty C, tell me what you make of everything here. This offense, I mean, offense defense. You think the easy easy front runner in the ACC?
1: Easy front runner, but I I think you know they're just going back to what they had been doing. Now having four out of five offensive linemen coming back is huge in terms of the. You know, ability to run the football and establish balance, but by bringing Garrett Riley in, they're going back to their kind of finesse approach, and they haven't cranked out tons of offensive linemen. But everywhere else on the field, they have skill, and especially on the defensive line. So I think we're going to see, you know, a traditional 2000, you know, 15 to 2018 type of Clemson team, and that that's good enough for the playoffs. So I I would have to think, you know, at at, at first glance, this is a playoff team. Oh, you hear
0: that Clemson tiger fans? Uh, Look, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the Clemson tigers 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Best ball mania is here and underdog fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB player props. I know right now is ML baseball season right now, but also in college football season, they do great. Work with their player props. You gotta check them out. So many ways to win over at Underdog and active in so many different states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus. Up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, we are back on the college football experience talking Clemson Tiger football. I think it's a exciting time to be a Clemson fan, obviously with their recent history, but also Uh, knowing they made a shift in, in offensive philosophy in a way. So hopefully you're watching on YouTube. If you are, you see the sweet ass graphic. Uh, Once again, that's youtube.com slash the college experience. And that graphic has the win total at 10 at 10. Now, Patty, see right before we went to the break, you said you think this is a college football playoff type of team here. And so you're uh, blindly without diving into the schedule. You're
1: saying, give me that over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, yeah. Uh, so especially with, with the way the, uh, the schedule breaks, you know, a, a, and it only takes a glance to see where, where the big games are being played and those are at home. So I, I think, yeah, I think the, uh now uh, the club Klivnik is the big question mark, but if he can play decently well, then I, I see playoffs on the horizon here. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh, I love it. All right. Week one labor day standalone game. The only game that now watch out though. I don't, you know, people don't realize, I think I know Duke is Duke and they haven't been nationally relevant since Sonny Jurgensen and mad dog Curtis, but, uh, Duke was 16 points away from being undefeated a season ago. I, I, I repeat Duke was nine and four with all of their four losses being by a total of 16 points. So Duke was very damn close to being undefeated they did not play Clemson a year ago and you're going to Durham Mike Elko that was his first year year two he brings back 18 starters on that team slippery game I'll, I'll say this obviously we like Clemson to beat Duke I think but yeah if I was Duke's head coach if I was Mike Elko more than any spot on the whole entire season. I would want to play Clemson week one because my thing is they might have, you know, a Klubnik has how many I don't even know that he has started on the road. I don't think he has. I know this isn't a toxic environment, but still. And it's a brand new offense. So if you're telling me I could I have to play Clemson, I would rather play them week one than any other week of the season, probably.
1: Absolutely. Uh I think uh, you know, if you're going to get a, a lit environment in Duke usually, you know, halfway through the season, they're out of any important, you know, kind of game. And so you're not going to get that uh, rabid environment, but with the the game they had or the season they had last year in year one under Elka, there's excitement there. You get Clemson, obviously, uh, the, the, the king of the ACC coming to your house in week one. And like you said, uh, you know, especially a guy like Elko, who's going to be able to dial up, he's probably licking his chops at the opportunity to take advantage of this, uh, uh you know, breaking in situation. It's not ideal for Clemson here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I think it's a sneakier game than most realize, but I, I, I still got Clemson winning, right? One, so yeah. one and zero could be close though. The Buccaneers of Charleston Southern come into Clemson. This game's useless. Two and zero, right? Yep. Uh, Florida Atlantic, the owls who, who, who have a brand new head coach in Tom Herman and a brand new quarterback in Casey Thompson, the former Nebraska Cornhusker slash Texas Longhorn. Could it be a sneaky game? Cause Florida state's on deck and in Florida state's preseason top 10 could, could the owls give them a uh, more of a game than people realize.
1: I think that's a good combination right there. Herman and Thompson, uh, you know you got the trigger man and you got the 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 brain behind it look out plus they they were uh they were pretty ta- they've been pretty talented for a while now under yeah. uh Kiffin and then uh Tagger Tagger yeah. was recruiting yeah uh so i mean we got em, I, I think you got them winning this one right yeah
0: 3 and 0 then they host the florida state gators I'm sorry the florida state gators jesus i've had too many <laughs> to drink uh florida state Seminoles, um Holy fuck, I can't believe I said Florida State Gators.
1: Um, anyway. Well, I'm sure the Clemson fans love, love your disrespect <laughs> to Florida State, so it's okay. Will,
0: will there be any this isn't in Tallahassee. So you, so you don't have to worry about the fans reading any spy novels in the middle of the fucking game <laughs> like that one year. That was absolutely hilarious. Look, I'm not buying into the Florida State hype nearly as much as I like. I trust Clemson's defense to put the kibosh on the Florida State offense. I'm all over Clemson. I actually think that Duke game is more scary than the Florida State game to me.
1: Yeah, potentially. Florida State is is definitely overrated preseason. I am not buying the hype either. I think Clemson kind of has a, a a distinct advantage on them, and it would take Florida State really coming coming up with a surprise to win this game.
0: Now, now comes the sneaky one. I feel like what is it about this game that? just keeps uh, Syracuse always gets Clemson at like the best spot and they always give them a game. Remember they missed a field goal. I think last time in the carrier dome to send the game to overtime. uh, Syracuse did. So, so Clemson escaped. And uh, I think that one of those years, like the past five years, I think Syracuse bit him at the dome. So this is a sneaky game because you have wake on deck and wake is a contender, I think in the ACC and dude, this is the game. Like if there's I'm taking Clemson, but if there's a game I'm off, it's this right here because, because Syracuse does return yeah, Garrett Schrader right. and, and Jason Beck's running the same offense as an eye. There was a quarterback coach. He's been an nice, eyes like top assistant for a long time. So I don't think they're going to miss a beat with that. But this is the one, this is the one, right? That, that we're going to be wrong about. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if Clemson can, or if Syracuse can put together a little game plan to slow down the offense, maybe a has an off day. Maybe Shipley's not, you know, exploding, then they're going to find themselves, you know, in a lower scoring game. And then uh, you're right on that turf, uh, a speed quarterback, like uh, shredder keeps them in it. And we might have a field goal ending going one way or the other. I just feel like that, that game always gives them trouble. I'm taking Clemson. So I got Clemson at, uh,
0: 5 and 0 oh, buddy. You got him at 5 and 0 oh, and yeah. then Wake Forest comes to town. No Sam Hartman, he's in South Bend. I think Mitch Griffiths is going to be fine at Wake Forest as as their quarterback, but I also think they are going to lose at Clemson because they can never beat Clemson because Clemson's D-line puts the puts the the brakes on that uh slow mesh. Um what what are you doing here?
1: Yeah. I mean, I have to agree. Clemson, you gotta figure is gonna take a little step back without Hartman. Probably not much. They just they seem to be quarterback proof, but uh but even still, he was a good quarterback. so I think Clemson gets him at home. Then they get a bye week before they travel to Coral Gables
0: where no one goes to these fucking games. <laughs> um, Miami sucks. I can't I like they looked awful last year, so I'm not gonna even consider Miami. They have no home environment. Clemson wins in Coral Gables. I got them
1: now. Or Miami to s- Gardens, as it were. Yeah. If it were cor- Coral Gables, then it might be harder. Yeah, I'm but sorry. Since it's in Miami Gardens, there's no chance uh, the Hurricanes. That's right. Get it done. So. Why am
0: I fucking this up? I said the Florida, the F- the Florida State Gators, Miami You're just Gardens. Just throwing shade at the state of I'm re- Florida. I'm recording too much. There's too many episodes coming out right now. The whole state of Florida hates me. <laughs> um, Back to back away, though, buddy. They're playing back to back away. And this is where I have them losing their first game. NC State gets them on October
1: 28th. Ooh. Well, I guess. They always drop uh, one,
0: I feel like.
1: Yeah, no, they do. They do. And I don't think they're gonna run the table on this schedule. And they might drop two uh because they gotta go to uh Columbia at the end of the year. But up until then, I think they only drop one. I in a, in a vacuum though I have them favored in every single game. But I'll say this: I'll give them the win here, and then the following week, even though I think they'll win that, I'll have them having one loss by by November fourth against Notre Dame. Yeah, the Irish come down to
0: Clemson, South Carolina, where they seem to normally bring thunderstorms when the in that when they come play in the Carolinas. Then they take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. This a rivalry game. They say. I don't buy into it, but uh, that's a, that that's a dominating win, right? So you got them winning that too, right?
1: You would think all uh, yes, that is a dominating win, although again, and I reiterate to uh, you know as much as we have made fun of them having that as a protected cross division rivalry pre- previously, and it is one of their protected uh, three rivals moving forward. They did get Florida State, uh, North Carolina State, and uh, Georgia Tech. So that's actually kind of a tough draw as far as protect the rivalry for Clemson, but I think they'll do all right. 35 and 21 all time against the yellow jackets, but they are still playing catch up and they add one to the win column there. So what do we got them at nine and nine and one, nine and one final two weeks of the season, the North Carolina tar Hills and Drake may,
0: this could be a preview of the ACC championship. Patty C they mm-hmm. come to town. I'm gonna say this. They get North Carolina on November eighteenth, and then uh they play at South Carolina on November twenty-fifth. I think they drop one more. I got them you going. Might be right. I think I think they're gonna go ten and two.
1: You're probably right. You're actually probably right. There are enough hard games on the second half of that schedule that they probably get caught twice. Now here's
0: so the it's problem. It's tough for me
1: to say they are a playoff team if that's if that is the, the case. If they only lose one they can make the playoff, but
0: uh, here's the problem, buddy is we're on the same number as Vegas. And we, 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 we got, we're not going to just sit there and say, no, that's what we're doing. We have to take either the, so is it more likely that they go 11 and one, or is it more likely that they go nine and three petty C
1: I'd say it's far more likely that they go 11 and one. I think uh, Dabo hasn't won less than 10 in like what 12 years or something. So that's just kind of what they do. They win a lot of games and they might drop one or two, but I can't see them dropping three.
0: Yeah, but they could still win that 10th game in the bowl game. But yeah, I'm with you. I think it's more likely for 11 and one than it is because they they get their games. kind of spread out. The ACC looked out. I, I, I think it's a solid schedule that, yeah, you have some harder teams than, you know, who do they, they don't play Louisville. They don't play Pitt. who I think I think that's probably a good thing. Would be one of the most dangerous ones. Pitt can bang with them. Um, There are away games. Florida
1: State and Notre Dame both at home.
0: Yeah, there are away games at Duke, at Duke, at Syracuse, at Miami, at NC State in conference. Um, NC State's the hardest one out of those. Those are some tough ones. But Duke's not a toxic environment. The the Carrier Dome's not a super toxic environment even though they seems to be funky and then Miami's not a toxic environment at all. So no. Um yeah, I think it's more likely they go 11 and so I'll take the over. This is something I would not bet though. I don't feel comfortable with this. Yeah. One. Without seeing a Cub Cub Nick, whatever the fuck his name is and uh why are they getting these quarterbacks names I can never pronounce? <laughs> we <Angale, laughs> Not Smith Kubnick <laughs> Kubnick um I just think it's more likely that they go eleven and one than nine and three. But I mean it w- it wouldn't shock me. I could build you a case on nine and three. What if Syracuse gets them? Syracuse NC State in South Carolina. Or you could say NC State Notre Dame in South Carolina. But I still think it's more likely. And and like you said, I think they'll be favored in You could make a case they'll be favored in every game. Maybe, maybe if NC State's red hot, they could but I still feel like
1: they'll be favored in every game, right?
0: I mean, maybe yeah, if Notre Dame's undefeated. Except, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, if Notre Dame's having a great season with Hartman and uh if if Rattlers tearing it up for South Carolina, that's a road game. Both of those could be losses. Those are the two most likely games that they would lose. In fact, those are the two games I guess I would have them losing. So I think Vegas usually if they aren't sure, you know, if they're, if they, if it's, if it's a question and whether it's going to be nine or 10 or 11 wins, they'll give you like nine and a half or 10 and a half, but for them to settle right on 10, it's because that is exactly what they're, they're projecting. So I, I, I think we both agree with that. But like you said, if I had to lean one way, it would be over. Yeah, but uh, you wouldn't be locking
0: this up, right? I don't feel that comfortable with no, 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 no. Uh, All right. Look before, so I'm on the over Patty sees on the over don't love it, but we're on the over. But before we get out of here, uh, we we had the opportunity to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour on Twitter at CFB campus tour and a quick little interview about his, his travels down to uh, Memorial stadium to see the Clemson tigers and their awesome college football experience. Here we go. Joining us on the college football experience, Clemson tigers, 2023 season preview episode is. Michael Barker, AKA CFB campus tour. This is a must follow on Twitter folks. If you love college football, this guy goes to every single game. I feel like like six, seven games a week. Uh, I, the list is, is, is unbelievable of the amount of games he's been to over the past five years. And he does this, this thing shot of the day or shot of the game that he'll publish. Uh, you gotta check out at CFB campus tour. I welcome on Michael Barker. How you doing, Michael?
2: I'm doing great and excited to talk about uh, Memorial Stadium in Clemson.
0: Oh man, and I, I have a terrible story that I was there one time and I didn't I was planning to go to the football game. This is now this was when this was before they were really good. This was like early 2000s uh but I I was there visiting a buddy. We planned to go to the game. I tailgated a tiny bit, but I did not go to the football game because I uh was interested in some, some girls, I think at this uh, thing, but I, I regret it. And I got to get back there. Tell me about your experiences to uh death Valley, as they say.
2: Well, we know football stadiums will always be there. So you, uh, you had, you played the odds there and it sounds like it went well for you. Uh, so uh, built in 1942, original capacity of 20,000. There's, Interesting story that that I found, which is their head coach in 1939, his name was Jess Neely. And he took the Rice University job. And when he left, there had been talks about getting a big stadium in there in Clemson. And his advice was, don't ever let them talk talk you into building a big stadium. Put about 10,000 seats behind the YMCA. That's all you'll ever need. And disparaging the program on the way out, uh, it started with 20,000. Like we said, I said, when they built in 1942 today it is 81,000. It's the largest stadium in the ACC. And we all know the uh, home field advantage at death Valley. So, uh, talk about eating your words right there.
0: Yeah. And rice isn't really uh, winning national championships, but you know, I'm, I'm, we, I love the rice sales too, but, uh, hilarious, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so tell me about your trip though. What game did you see?
2: So I've been there twice. I went there last year. Uh, they played La Tech. It was a night game. It was part of a doubleheader. I went to Georgia at South Carolina at noon. And then it's about a two and a half hour drive from Columbia to Clemson. And I saw eight o'clock at night. Uh, La Tech at Clemson. That was fun. The best game I saw, well, not results wise, but the, it was the opener of 2019. Game day was there. It was a Thursday night. They were accepting their national championship rings from the previous season they destroyed Georgia tech, 52, 14, Uh, Travis, Etienne went for over 200 yards and three touchdowns. And so uh, that, I mean, they won both games I went to, but that was the most memorable.
0: Yeah. I think that was the beginning of the Jeff Collins era. If memory serves me correct at Georgia tech. Yeah. I mean, this stadium always looks awesome with the introduction, the way they come down, they hit the rock. You know what I mean? It just seems like it just, just an awesome college football experience. So I got to get out there. And uh, I'm curious, like as, as, so the biggest stadium in the ACC, would you put it up uh, as, as one of your favorites in the ACC? I
2: I think that, you know, I'm going to leave one out, but I think you got to say lane at Virginia tech, you got to say the Doak in Tallahassee and probably Clemson. And then, you know, maybe you can mix in a, a couple others, but I think those are the top three. Uh, You know, Clemson's home field uh, record over the course of uh, all the years is 334, 106 and two. So they've been dominant there. Uh, You know, they it's really a strong home field advantage. We know how it's been the last eight or 10 years. So uh, from game day experience, the size of it, we know that uh, Clemson, South Carolina is not a big city and get 81,000 people in one spot. Uh, It's something that you should definitely take in once in your life.
0: Hey man, folks. So that that's that speaks to me. I feel like he's talking to me. I don't even know if he's talking to the audience because he's like, "You were there, Colby, but you didn't go in. You blew it. Yeah, I blew it, right?" And uh, to quote Robert De Niro, "You blew it, right?" And uh, look, folks, I I plan to get back there at some point soon. Death Valley Memorial Stadium. What are you doing if you're in? If you go to Atlanta, even get over there and check out a game. I I know that uh, Clemson, South Carolina is close to Greenville, South Carolina. But if you find yourself anywhere in the state, I think it's drivable uh, so check out check out Clemson Stadium Memorial Stadium, Death Valley, South Carolina let's go uh, and make sure you check out Michael Barker. He's on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour Michael I appreciate you coming on and sharing your experience there at uh, at Death Valley aka Memorial Stadium. Absolutely
2: thanks again for having me
0: Michael Barker. Uh, Patty C. I mean, we got to get down there for a game. I was there. I just didn't go. Right. I'm, a, I'm an idiot. What, what? What do you? What do you make of?
1: uh well, chasing Clemson tail. What do you?
0: <laughs> you know, you're you're excused. Yeah, I was 20, um, uh, maybe even 19. Um, uh, but you got to love their introduction with the rock, with the running, with the buses. You know all that shit. It's just a good. They're a great college football. Uh, you experience. know what I like?
1: What's that? I like the million orange balloons. I mean, it's whatever. It's kind of like a little bit of a high school kind of vibe with the uh, homecoming thing with the orange balloons. But it looks so tight when they're releasing them all. That stadium is so orange. You know, it's definitely a vibe. Yeah, and I didn't even think about that.
0: Uh, Yeah, we shot down the uh, Chinese spy balloon in South Carolina. So South Carolina, big (laughs) balloon state in my mind, baby. Let's go. All right, Uh, down at Merle's Inlet. All right. Get yourself down there. <laughs> no uh, guys I'm on the over Patty is on the over subscribe to the college football experience. Cause we're breaking down all 133 college football teams. Yes. We do this each and every year. We also host the FCS college football experience. Subscribe over there. Maybe you're a Furman fan. listening to this. Check it out. Uh, we also host the college basketball experience. Hey, you go out, you get Joe, Joe Gerard from Syracuse. I kind of like what's what Clemson basketball is doing right now. Uh, when basketball season starts, you know, well, first off, all, well, we talk college basketball year round on that feed. We're just not there every single day. We will be there every single day when the season starts. So check out the college basketball experience. And also that we host a college baseball experience. Clemson, had a good team this year uh, and, a, and a crazy, uh, crazy postseason season games uh, that they played. Um, it's a shame. They, they didn't uh, get, you know, continue on, but still had a great season. So check out all those. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend also check out the sports gambling podcast. Yes. Uh, the Godfathers, right? Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store with that. You'll get access to, uh, you know, all of our picks, all of our podcasts, all of our content. And uh, it's free. It's all free folks. And look Clemson fans or just in general sports fans hop in the discord and talk with us. We're all, it's like the discord is like a house party of DJs just talking, whatever sport it's unbelievable. It could be tennis table, tennis in Japan. You know what I mean? Like do we look everything <laughs> hop in the discord sports, gambling podcast.com slash discord. You go to the college football channel, the college basketball channel, the college baseball channel. We're all going to be in there. It's like tons of people. So hop on over there. Enjoy yourself folks. Uh, all right, we're both on the over, and we continue on this journey to go through all 133 teams. This is the college football experience, Clemson Tiger style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here.
2: Run,